There are so many supplements out there. How do you choose? If there was just one supplement that Trey and I would recommend, it's definitely Ningxia Red. We have consistently drank Ningxia every day since May of 2015. It's a whole body health and wellness supplement that's a powerhouse full of antioxidants and nutrition. Ningxia Red is made with pureed wolfberries, also known as goji berries, along with blueberry, plum, cherry, aronia, and pomegranate juices. These are very high in antioxidants that boost immunity and protect your body against oxidative stress. It also has food-grade essential oils like orange and lemon, yuzu, and tangerine. These provide an incredible dose of D-limonene. Trust me, Google that. This is just a two-ounce shot of liquid gold, and it supports your body for better energy and healthy cellular function. Why is that? Well, that's because you're getting antioxidants equivalent to eating like eight pounds of carrots and 16 whole oranges. Trust me, your liver and your eyes will thank you. If you'd like more information, visit my website, www.amycastles.com. It's time for a healthy dose of According to the Castles, the show where we talk about marriage, family, faith, health, nutrition, fitness, and so much more. And now, please welcome your hosts, Amy and Trey Castles. So today, we are going to change topics a little bit. You weren't going to introduce yourself? Well, they just said Amy Castles and Trey Castles. Oh, well, we've said hi before. Okay, hi. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Today, we're switching topics. I'm not really switching topics. We're going to go off of what we had last week, but... We are going to add some additional things because some things happened to us both this week that I would like to talk out a little bit. It's been a crazy week. Yeah. So a few weeks ago, we talked about stress and how it affects us and the things that we like to do to prevent stress within our body, you know, whether it be physical, emotional, nutritional, environmental stress, but sometimes you get blindsided. And I think Trey and I both got blindsided this week, completely unrelated. You want to talk about that for a moment? Well, I don't know where to start. Monday was pretty rough. Monday was horrible. Yeah. So for me personally, you know, coming off of a weekend away where you do things outside of your normal habits, you know, maybe drink alcohol, eat sugar, you know, put yourself in in a relaxed state and have a good time. And then you come back to a Monday morning when... It's a normal Monday at work and then you just get absolutely nailed with just life on every category from personal to business to individual to family. I just felt like I was just getting my my butt kicked Monday. And I And by the way, he went to Miami for a manager's retreat all weekend long. We had a retreat for our company. It was something that we were very proud of, very fortunate of to be able to do for our employees in our company. And it kind of re- redeveloped and, and helped recultivate our culture and just kind of showed us who we were and what we were about. So it was a lot of fun. But sometimes those things come with a cost. If, at least for me, I, the way my body reacts to alcohol and the way my body reacts to sugar and the way I've learned to be able to detox through that when I come back and being hit with life so quickly after a relaxing weekend, it just, I don't know, I didn't handle it well. It was tough. And then I reacted to you based on my own situations that I was dealing with. I had some emotional stress on Saturday and then again on Sunday. And 
I didn't realize how much it affected me until I was talking it out on Monday. And I really saw what what it did and how it just affected me to my core. And you throw on top of that, I'm in a milk co-op, so I go get raw milk from a farm. And my time to drive for this co-op was Sunday. And <laughs> I got all the way to the farm, which is like two hours away. And they said, oh, our cows don't have any milk today. You have to come back tomorrow. And I'm like, oh, yeah, just come back tomorrow. And I was frustrated at <laughs> not you so for easy. not like, checking that out first. Well, it was a miscommunication. And these things happen. I did not realize I was supposed to call and let the farm know that I was coming on Sunday. Usually our co-op comes on Monday. So here I was at this farm and I knew I was going to have to come back the next day. I don't particularly like driving that many hours in a single day, much less two consecutive days. Well, physically it doesn't do well with you. No. So I went had to go back on Tuesday. And that was another time in the car of driving for hours and hours. And I was mentally stressed because I needed to get back to the Conroe area by 1 p.m. so I could pick up my son and I'm rushing through and not stopping at the gas station when I really had to go to the restroom and ignoring my own physical needs so that I could hurry up and get back. So I was really stressed about that and and I had to pick up my son and then I had to be at the doctor's office by two o'clock and couldn't find a parking spot and it was the Methodist hospital and you had to wear the mask to get in and check in and they've got to do like a whole body cavity scan on you just to get inside and it was all very stressful. And then on top of that, I made a mistake about my kids about getting them to basketball and volleyball that night. And I basically got home at 3.30 and had to turn around and leave right at 4.30. And I was supposed to bring both kids, but I ended up bringing one kid. And that's where some more mental stress happened when I talked to Trey. (laughs) And Trey wasn't, I think that it was like a pimple. It just like all your stuff from the day kind of just Everything that had happened for me from like 8 o'clock in the morning till 3 o'clock in the afternoon was all just like pent up, bottled up. And for whatever reason, right or wrong, I I felt it okay to erupt it on that situation. And that's where I I don't like that. Just because you're an outlet for trust and communication doesn't give me the right to be able to unload my stress on you. You have your own. And so that, I'm sorry, but you know, those are the things that, that we try and do as a couple to understand, Hey, we're both in this race. I'm running parallel to you, but we're in our own race and we got our own stresses. We got our own issues. We got our own things. And if we can't, if we can't communicate properly with each other on what needs to be the solution to the problem, we don't need to add more fuel to our own problems. And What I learned from this week and what I'm learning is if I choose to make choices that I knowingly know affect me negatively, then I need to be prepared for those consequences when they come. So if I'm going to go out and drink and eat poorly and do the things that I have enjoyment of, and I'm not saying I'm not going to do those things, but I know how they affect me. Come Monday, good, bad, or ugly, I need to be more mentally and emotionally prepared to handle what comes, knowing it's going to be different when I look at it in the eyes that I look at it in, because I'm not 
in a, in a place where I normally am because of what I did that weekend. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it makes a lot of sense. And so it's, um, it's just, it's just self-assessing, you know, it's, it's not my place to take my frustration out on anybody other than the way I need to internalize it and handle it myself. So I'm still trying to figure out how I could have done things different because for me, the way that it affected me was Tuesday, I woke up with an insane migraine. It was on my right side, over my right eye and the whole side of my right head. And I, I, I couldn't shake it. It was so bad. I couldn't get out of bed until six o'clock that night. And I finally did get up and I ate some dinner and then I went back to sleep later on. And then Tuesday or Wednesday morning, I woke up and I was a lot better through the day, but it was still kind of nagging a little bit. And then I was sitting at my computer later on that day and I was having some internet issues. And I felt as I was getting frustrated that the the headache was coming back. It was like, it's like this boiling of heat rising up into my body. And, you know, for me, it's migraines. But for someone else, it may be their arthritis. It may, it may be their Hashimoto's or their, their Lyme's disease or whatever that they've got going on. It's now exasperated. But again, for me, it's the migraines. And I felt just this boiling come up. And I looked like a deer in headlights last night. And Trey said, you go, look, you don't have to do what you're doing right now. You're choosing to. It's just stop. Your body's telling you no. Even, you know, if you believe in this sort of thing, I could say, you know, God was telling me or the universe was telling me, but my the internet was not working. But there was somebody in the other room that was using the internet and they were just fine. Well, it wasn't working for me. The universe was telling me, stop, walk away. Your body cannot deal with this stress right now. Your mind cannot deal with this stress right now. Call it a day. So I ended up going to sleep and I went to bed at like what, six o'clock? It was early. Yeah. And Troy brought me an ice pack and by morning I woke up, bing, hi. Time to get going. Here we are, Thursday morning. So, so I, I and, and for me, it takes about forty-eight hours. I've just learned that through detox, through sauna, through exercise, through you know water and cleansing. You know, if I gotta, if I tie one on for the weekend, I need two days. Just is what it is. I, I need yeah. to. Meet. How much I, exactly did you drink? Well, we were in Miami. There was a casino. Oh, what a... I did win money. That is a where is that money? It's in my pocket. You want to go shopping? <laughs> it's my money. <laughs> um, but I definitely, I, I did I did a lot more than I probably have all year. So it was an excessive weekend and it was a, we had a blast. We were in a safe environment. We couldn't leave the place and it was just, I don't know, it was a lot of fun. But I forgot what that comes with because I haven't done it in so long. Yeah. And, and, and being hit like I got hit from all angles on Monday it was bad. And, I noticed you were um, a little swollen yet when you came oh home. Oh man, my face swells, my my wrist and and hands swell. We got in the sauna on Sunday night. We have a sauna, and that was one like of the most amazing a- purchases. But I think we were both a little irritable that night because <laughs> Trey's sitting next to me, like disgustingly sweating profusely. And, and I don't really sweat that much. I'm like a real pretty sweater. I just like just a little glisten of a glow. And Trey's like. <laughs> with, the, with the sweat all over. And I'm like, you fling. I'm going like this. I'm like, you, you fling one on. drop on me and I'm going to freak out. And he's like, don't be in here then. 
<laughs> Get out of my sauna. I mean, we're here to sweat. I know, but it's how just... am I going to keep sweat off of you if we're two? If we're if we're literally six inches away from each other? Bring an extra towel. Like you're just. I had a towel. You were sitting on it. You need a towel that you actually wipe with if you're gonna if you're gonna sweat that much. Individual sessions in the sauna. That's what Nasty. we need to have. Anyway, I'm sweating out my demons. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there were a few. They were coming out on you, and you didn't like them. <laughs> So when I look back at this weekend for me, I see the emotional stress that I was under, the physical stress of the driving, the mental stress of trying to get to the, the get the kids to where they all needed to go on the same day. I was in the car. I mean, if you look at it, I was in the car 8 a.m. until mm, 6.30 p.m. Yeah. And you just put that in a big old pot and that pot just completely overflowed. Mm-hmm. And But the thing is, is that these things happen. This is life. Like and you had to do it on a Monday when it's Mondays happen are the craziest again. days. It, but this is going to happen again. So, right. so, so what, what am do? I going to do about it? <laughs> what do we do? Well, I, 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 I'm, I'm still going to drink. I'm, maybe not as much as I do in, in Miami. I'm still going to drive to the farm. There's still going to be people who piss me off and give me emotional <laughs> stress. Like, Get them, girl. It, it's going to happen. Well, I talked to Laura about this this morning. Laura is my life coach, and she does something called heart math, which teaches you how to do self-regulation through meditation and teaches you how to whatever emotion that you're dealing with, how to get your body regulated. It's actually a scientific thing. They're a nonprofit organization. There's been studies through Harvard with it. They use it in the military. This is working with your autonomic nervous system. So you can actually see when you're going through these things, you can take a pause for a moment and say, okay, what's going on? With my body, I know by now that my body is going to have a re- reaction to these things. How do I regulate it so that I don't get a migraine or don't get a flare-up or whatever it is that you deal with? What did she say? She said she could do it. She said what she could do. It's six sessions. It's $910. Oh. and But you and I both could do it together. Wow. You need it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I guess that's a topic for another day, but I would say for me, that doesn't cost $910 is, is something that I could just wake up in the morning and put into my devotion and pray more about and also set my intentions for the day, knowing what state of mind I'm coming from and what I'm going into to prepare myself for that, that type of environment. It threw me off. Everything has been going so well, been kind of skipping through these days. And yes, it's been good. It's been good. So we got hit with adversity. You know, we got hit with with real life problems and, you know, a lot of things that were out of our control, conditions that come up. And I just think for me, being in that state, knowing coming off a weekend like that, I need to have different intentions going into my day. Yeah. And I can do that myself by starting my devotion, writing it out in my prayer, and and doing a little bit more, well, I need to get better at this anyway, my breathing. That's what Laura teaches. And, and getting into my breath because that, that 10 minutes of breath sets the tone for the day to be able to get out there and go face whatever it is, regardless of what emotional, physical, or you know, mental state you're in. It kind of resets it. So that's what I'm going to work on. That's cool. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> the next thing that I wanted to talk about was yoga. We talked mm-hmm. about yoga a few times. Mm-hmm. We've mentioned it a few times. And a lot of people still really don't understand 
what yoga is. And I wanted to kind of give you an appetizer. I, I'm not going to give you a whole yoga book because I don't really know the whole yoga book anyway. But my intention here with this podcast is when we bring forward information to you, it's really just a teaser. I want it to be like you and I are out to dinner or we're at a party with some friends and you say, hey, what do you do? And I say, hey, I teach yoga. And you're like, oh, what is yoga? And then I, ta I talk to you right there. You and then talk in that voice. I may talk in that voice. And then on your own time, you go and you do some more research. But just in a nutshell. So you want to be very surface level. I do. I want to be surface level. Thank you for summarizing that up. Yoga is a combination of balance, flexibility, strength. It is a mental meditation. It can be an emotional practice and it can be a spiritual practice. And I want to go into that for a minute because a lot of people hesitate with yoga because they believe that it's a religion. And it just so happens I that, thought that in the beginning. Yeah. It just so happens that in the Hindu belief, they do do yoga. And yes, it can be combined. But anything can be a spiritual practice. I use essential oils. I could use essential oils if I if I was a Wiccan, if I believed in witchcraft and I practice witchcraft, people use essential oils in witchcraft. Maybe someone does cooking and they cook and then bring their offerings to their various gods or if they're Buddhist, they bring offerings and they cook things like desserts and breads. Maybe someone uses rocks and stones and they bring those as gifts, or maybe they use them as part of their spiritual practice. So really anything can be a spiritual practice. And if you don't believe in that spiritual practice, you don't have to do it that way. Yoga can be done in a way that does not go against your spiritual beliefs. And if you disagree with me, that's okay. That's okay. Maybe this part of this conversation is not for you. Because how does like Hindu who claims to originated yoga have the title over a movement? It's a movement. I can get into any movement I want. Well, why does it have to be considered a Hindu movement? Can it just be the movement itself? Because they brought the most discipline to the practice. They brought the most education with it. But yoga dates back before Hinduism, before Buddhism. There is some of the earliest nomads that they have seen drawings and and what are they? What are they called? Paintings on the wall. Yes, yes, paintings on the wall. The caveman Ca carving, carvings on the wall. Not caveman, uh. carvings on the wall. But. Our, though, there are pictures of those of people doing yoga. Our bodies were made to stretch. They were made to work on balance. They were made to build strength. And every single one of our joints move in a particular fashion. And they can do all different types of stretches and poses. In yoga, they call it poses. Okay, so now that we've got that out of the way, then what is a yoga pose. Well, a yoga pose is anything from sitting. I mean, I could just sit here in my chair and this be a particular yoga pose. I could sit on the floor, crisscross applesauce legs, and that be considered a yoga pose. If you're just breathing, that is considered yoga. Yoga is so beneficial for your body because we are meant to work on our flexibility. And there is not one single stretch that you could do that is not considered a yoga pose. 
when you stretch, you're opening up your joints, you're opening up and lengthening your ligaments, you're adding mobility, and you're increasing blood flow. So you feel lighter. When you mm-hmm. when you and I do yoga, don't you feel lighter? I do. What I have enjoyed about it and what I didn't realize, and I think we talked about this a little last week, I always had the anticipation of like this 45 minute to an hour session. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes that's intimidating to get into a, a, a pretty filled day that's already locked in. It's like, how do I get another hour in with all these other things I got going on? So the breathing portion of it, and then that 15 or 20 minutes that we did, that is an, an easy way to set the tone of opening up blood flow, of, of lengthening and, and strengthening your muscles and doing it shorter periods of time more consistently, I think for me, is going to be a better answer than trying to get one, maybe two full yoga classes in a week. Absolutely. And do you notice that when you do yoga in the morning, whether it be 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30, you actually think better throughout the day? Mm-hmm. Well, in yoga, we do poses that help twist your spine. Your spine works forward, backwards. It twists right. It twists left. It goes lateral, uh, side to side. And when you, all these little muscles that are going up and down your spine and around them, when you help to release those, you are increasing blood flow because you're allowing those vertebrae to kind of set back a little bit straighter, which helps with better blood flow. So you're actually getting better blood flow into your brain when you're doing yoga poses. And let's look at balance. When you do balance exercises, you are helping yourself to be really healthier in the world, navigating through our daily lives. I like to say this is to this statistic. Falls are the number one cause of injury in active older adults. Statistically, Mary. Yes. Falls are something that you don't want to happen, but as we get older, it's a reality because- okay, we're in our 40s. We don't need to be talking about like falling. Have you not paid attention to the nursing home lately when we've been walking through there? The nursing home is is in the 80s and 90s. Yeah, and they are there because in their 40s, they didn't work on their balance, their strength, and their flexibility. Because there are plenty of people in this world that are well into their 90s and into 100 that still live on their own, and they are still opening their can of pickles by themselves. Fair point. I'm completely rehashing my entire body going through physical therapy and rehab right now for the fact of resetting my foundation so I can stop being in chronic pain. So as I get older, I can handle the things I want to do. Absolutely. When you work on your balance, you may do things where you're working on balance through your upper body. Maybe it's standing on one leg or the other leg or rising onto your toes or really anything. There's so many different ways that you can work on balance in yoga. So there's always going to be a balance component into your yoga practice. And then, of course, strength. And a lot of times... You're in in a pose and you may be working, it may be working on your flexibility, but also challenging your balance. And at the same time, it's challenging your strength. So if you imagine, let's say you're standing on your left leg and then you have your right leg behind you and you're holding it with your foot and then you're reaching forward with your left arm. Okay. So your standing leg is building strength. The the quad is building, the glute, your hamstrings, your inner and outer thighs, everything is is locked on. Your core is locked on. Well, you're stretching your right quadricep. So your right thigh, that muscle is stretching. And then at the same time, your lat is stretching on your left side because you're reaching forward with your left arm. Mm. 
And you're having to do this now, this combination of balance and flexibility while you're working on your balance. So many exercises in yoga, you're going to get a two-for-one special or maybe a three-for-one special. It's the all-in-one. It is. It's the all-in-one. It's different than standing there and just doing bicep curls where maybe you just kind of have the rest of the body maybe stabilizing a little bit and you're just focusing on your biceps. It's not really challenging your balance too much. But in yoga, you you are going to get a lot of all three. And the type of strength that you're going to build is different than lifting weights. I love to lift weights. I lift weights twice a week. It's very beneficial. We must have that extended form of resistance. And when I say extended form of resistance, if I were to extend my arm out and have a dumbbell in my hand, then I have an extended form of resistance. It's away from my body. And when it comes to yoga, though, you are building your strength in more of an isometric contraction sort of way. You're getting into a pose and that muscle is just contracted. It's not lengthening and shortening, lengthening and shortening. It's just contracted. It's hard. And you're holding it like that while you're focusing on breathing. This takes focus. It does. And when you're doing this, you're you're having to focus on these things. It's very difficult to focus a lot on your problems or the issues that you may be dealing with in your life while you're trying to hold one foot in your right hand, reach forward with your left arm, breathe, and then squeeze your left glute while holding your abs on. And don't forget to breathe and then think about... Yeah, you get into a space where nothing else matters other than that moment. Yes. And you're giving yourself that, that break for a little bit. And it does such amazing things. And if you've wanted to visit a yoga class, maybe you have. Maybe you visited a yoga class before and you were like, eh, yoga's not really for me. Well, that's kind of like going to a restaurant and saying, hmm, I went to a restaurant once. Restaurants really aren't for me. Well, you didn't try everything. It was that restaurant. Well, it was that restaurant. Yoga studios are very, very different. Every yoga studio, every yoga class, every yoga teacher is very different in the way that they present their class and the way that they do their class or have their studio or whatever it is that they're doing. So if you didn't like that particular studio or that class at the studio, maybe try a different class. And then if you still didn't like it, maybe try to find a different a different studio to go to. And you might find one that you like. You can or, also do Yoga International online. I was going to say you can do stuff online because when I first started doing little stuff, it was it was 10 or 15 minutes. I'd literally Google 15 minutes of yoga. Mm-hmm. Tons of stuff on YouTube. Stuff, just pop up. I put my phone up and just do 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Find something that you like. There's a spiritual aspect of that many people get into in yoga. And that can be something that you choose to participate in or not. Some people make it their spiritual practice because they follow the philosophy of a Hindu philosophy or a yoga philosophy, which may not always line up with if you have a different type of belief system. Those things you do not have to adopt. Just like when we do yoga, we like to read our Jesus calling before we start. doesn't happen every time. But we like to read our Jesus Calling. And then I play instrumental Christian, like in, instrumental Christian music. And that kind of helps us to whatever that Jesus Calling was for the day. 
I try and think about it as much as I can through the practice. I think for me, it's, it's, if we're going to be in a vulnerable state of opening up our mind, our heart and our soul into balance and into, you know, this, this stretching and the strength and these, these positions, the closer I can get centered with my creator, which for me is God, then it keeps me in a safe place while I'm doing those movements. And I'm in that mental openness to receive. So it protects what I feel like I'm receiving. And it's coming from the place I wanted to. Yoga attire? Shorts. Shorts. For women, we don't really like to wear shorts because... You know, something's been saying about that Lululemon. <laughs> yoga pants, they're a good deal. If you have some leggings, yoga pants, because a lot of times you're doing poses where you're on your hands and, you know, things fall forward. So you do kind of want to have... Something gotta get a good yoga mat. Fitted. You taught me that. Those oh, yeah. cheap mats, they roll up and they get wrinkly. Spend the money. I don't even know how much they are, 60, 70, 80 bucks. But well, they're worth it. They got that little frog Manduka, on them. Manduka, M-A-N-D-U-K-A. Yeah, that's a good brand, Manduka. There's another brand. Lululemon is really good. I can't remember some of the it's other ones. Bowl. Athleta is good. What? It's that bowl that you have. The singing bowl. This, uh, that's a whole other subject. Okay. There's the the yoga mats. You got to have a good yoga mat. A lot of people will try to use a Pilates mat, which a Pilates mat is about half an inch thick and you can't work on your balance standing on a foam mat and it's, it's not good. So you got to have a mat that is very thin. If you need something for when you put your knees down, then you can get a little pad to put underneath just your knees. If you need it, there are yoga blocks. I love the cork blocks. You can look up cork yoga blocks on Amazon. Those are excellent. And yoga straps. See, okay, by the way, going back to the blocks, there's a saying in yoga, if you can't touch the floor or if you can't reach the floor, bring the floor to you. <laughs> and that's... I've brought the floor to me a lot. Those yes. blocks are freaking lifesavers. I've, I've sat on two of them before because I couldn't even get into any style. Crisscross applesauce tray? Oh, yeah. You can't say that, can you? Crisscross it's, it's the Washington, Washington now. The Washington? It's the football team. <laughs> okay. Anyway... <laughs> So then there's the it's yoga. Not the Washington Redskins. <laughs> okay. There, there's the yoga straps, which if you're, re- let's say you're reaching for your toes and you can't get your toes. And let, by the way, maybe what you need is a belt. Like all you can afford right now is a belt. Go get a belt from your closet. You can wrap the belt around your feet and then hold on to the belt instead of reaching towards your feet if you can't get there. Sometimes that's what you need to just be able to stretch and hold the stretch because you don't want to strain something else to, to compromise the stretch that you're really trying to work. So would you think that, I guess we start out on stress and then went into yoga. I mean, these obviously correlate together. So is this a, is this a release for you? Do we need to be doing more yoga when you get emotionally, physically, and mentally stressed? Well, I think that if you look back at the last week, we really have not done yoga since Wednesday last week. Or no, it was uh, Thursday last week. We haven't done yoga since Thursday last week. So it's been a week? I, I honestly, I don't know. I don't know what could have prevented that migraine other than not going through that stress. But I just know that that's life. There's going to be stressful moments. Now I'm thinking, okay, I should have 
or what I could do next time is just recognize, hey, I'm under a lot of stress right now. This is what possibly could happen. And here's how I'm going to self-regulate. And here are some things that I'm going to do to try to prevent the migraine and maybe do some more self-care stuff, maybe more walks or I, I don't know. I, I, I did write in my journal. I gave all the emotions away to God and I, I still got a migraine. I think it's going to happen. You know, we can always go back and look at it and see what, what we can make changes on. But at the end of the day, it was just keep moving forward and continue doing the things that we know help and uh, put ourselves in the right place. Yeah. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks so much for listening and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Take care. Thanks for listening to another episode of According to the Castles with Amy and Trey. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. To stay up to date with the castles, follow Amy on Instagram at acastles. Until next time, have faith, enjoy life, and love abundantly. What was the first thing that your mom would ask you before you'd go to bed at night? Did you brush your teeth? I don't know about you, but my mom always asked that. Since I was a kid, healthy gums and teeth have always been important to me. But after a lot of research, I figured out that there's actually a lot of junk in the commercial toothpaste. Everything from SLS to artificial flavors and colors, sweeteners even. And I didn't like the way that they didn't actually get my teeth super clean. I felt like they weren't really actually supporting good overall oral health. Well, I'm so excited to tell you about a product that I created in 2016. Sparkle Dust is a non-toxic, chemical-free tooth cleansing powder that instantly brightens and strengthens and remineralizes your teeth and your gums. It will leave your teeth feeling like never before. They will feel cleaner, smoother, and brighter. You will feel like you just left the dentist. I love that feeling. Sparkle Dust is made from nine different organic earth-sourced ingredients, including minerals and clays. It's a natural solution proven to get you the smile that you've always dreamed of. Learn more about Sparkle Dust by visiting my website at www.mysparkledust.com.